0: my heart hath uttered a good word. I speak my works to the King in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Um, I should like to say the word to Joseph and Nathan today as they continue Preparation for tomorrow's event, a new beginning, a fresh start, the first step in a great adventure of grace. And I think that this. Mass of the Blessed Virgin Mary on Saturday, Salva Santa Parens, speaks to what the two of you are about to do, or rather, to what is to be done to the two of you. I find it fascinating that the propers of this Mass, if you consider them closely, are all addressed to the Blessed Virgin Mary except for the communion antitha. have you ever noticed that in most mass formularies the intro it is addressed to God the Father the person Christ, the head, united to his body, the church, singing to the Father, or the church, the body of Christ, the bride of Christ, singing to Christ her head and her spouse, or the church announcing the good news in some way to the world, or sometimes the church allowing the saint of the day to sing the to address a word to us. But if we look at today's intro, it begins Salve Santa Vais. It is a word immediately addressed to the Mother of God, and it puts me uh, in mind of our tabernacle door. This angelic greeting addressed to the Virgin of Nazareth Ave, grazia plena.
1: This greeting of the angel comes to fruition in the greeting of the Church in this Mass of the Blessed Virgin Mary.
0: Salve, Santa Paz. Now, the saints tell us that so often as we greet the Blessed Virgin Mary, she greets us. This is a wonderful way of coping with moments of crisis. If you stand in need, at any moment in your life, of a fresh infusion of grace, call upon Mary. Or as St. Bernard says, Respice Stella," look to the star call upon Mary. No sooner do you call upon Mary, no sooner do you greet Mary than Mary greets you. The story is told of St. Bernard, who was visiting an abbey in what today is Belgium, and passing through the cloister, he noticed an image of the Mother of God and St. Bernard stopped looking at the image in a very courtly manner bowed and said Ave Maria and Our Lady in the image bowed and said Ave Bernardo I found that lovely Uh, Our Lady is a gracious queen she she acknowledges every greeting addressed to her. And this is why the Church never tires of greeting the Mother of God. Think of all of the times we have formulae of greeting in the liturgy. How many times do we sing Ave, Ave, and how many times Salve, Salve, addressed to the Mother of God. So often as we greet Mary, she greets us. And... The words of Mary, the greeting of Mary, is full of grace. So that so often as we are greeted by the Mother of God, we receive an intimate, almost imperceptible, but very real pouring of grace. And this is why I say, uh, when things start to go all wrong, when a young monk is assaulted by temptations from every side when all he sees around him is gloom and temptation and darkness the solution is always to greet Mary to greet Mary the church teaches us this through the liturgy so, the intro begins, Salve Santa Pares, Hail Holy Mother, Thou who didst bring forth the King who ruleth heaven and earth forever and ever. What problem could we possibly have that cannot be resolved by the King who rules heaven and earth forever and ever? There's great comfort in this intro. Uh, In the epistle, Our Lady speaks. Our Lady speaks. Uh, The epistle is uh, the church taking this uh, passage of the book of Ecclesiasticus. And putting it in the most pure heart of Mary. And on the lips of Mary. And Mary says, I took root in an honorable people and in the portion of my God his inheritance, and my abode is in the full assembly of the saints. I took root in an honorable people. We acknowledge this uh, in the prayer that we say at the end of the rosary, in in which uh, we, uh, that prayer so cherished by Mother MacTilde, in which we say et benedictus and blessed is your father Joachim, et benedicta and blessed is your mother Anna et benedictus and blessed is Joseph and blessed is John your son and blessed uh, the angel Gabriel. All of this you see is expressed in this uh, phrase of the epistle. I took root in an honorable people and in the portion of my God his inheritance and my abode is in the full assembly of the saints. This means that so often as we greet Mary, we greet those who surround her, as a court surrounds, as a court surrounds the great queen. All of these things, of course, belong to the realm of faith. They're hidden from our eyes, but they are so real, so. It seems to me that uh, when we greet Mary with with reverence and with joy, uh, all of those who surround her in the courts of heaven rejoice in our greeting. I I shared with Brother Hildebrand yesterday Um, it happened once that uh, Cardinal Mercier was uh, traveling in a carriage uh, with the King of the Belgians The king was alone with him in the carriage. It was the king and the cardinal. And as they made their way through the streets of Brussels, the crowds gathered along the streets and started crying out, Vive la reine! Long live the queen! And the cardinal said to the king, How is it, uh, uh, sire, that you're passing by and the crowds are crying out, Long live the queen! And he said, they do this because they know it gives such pleasure to King. I find that very beautiful. And so too, when we greet Our Lady, a kind of frisson of joy goes through the heavenly courts. And the gradual is also addressed to Our Lady. Thou art blessed and venerable, Virgin Mary, who with purity unstained was found to be the mother of the Saviour. It's it's a remarkable thing that in this Mass, the Church repeatedly addresses Our Lady, even in the Alleluia verse. Post partum virgo inviolata permancisti. After childbirth, thou didst remain a virgin. De pro nobis O God, bearer. O Mother of God, intercede for us. How wonderful that even before the hearing of the Gospel, we are invoking the Mother of God. And in the Gospel itself, our Lord will tell us how we can be most closely identified with His Immaculate Mother. By hearing the Word of God and keeping and this relates to the Marian character of Benedictine life uh, that uh, shines on the first page of the Holy Rule in the Prologue. Our school. Listen, my son. Which echoes, you see, that word of Psalm 44. Au the Listen, my daughter, incline the ear of thy heart. And it is in this that we find ourselves like the Virgin Mother. It is by this that we are uh, associated to her in her privileged relationship to the Word of God, to the Son of God whom she bore in her womb and nourished at her breast. This Gospel gives us the secret of divine intimacy. Divine intimacy is given to those who remain close to Mary. Close to her not only to admire her, but also to imitate her. This is the secret of divine intimacy. The monastic life is unbearable without the divine intimacy. I have never known a monk devoted to the mother of God who has not persevered even through trials and tempests of all sorts in his vocation. On the other hand, I have never known a man not having devotion the Blessed Virgin Mary, who has not persevered in the monastic life. It's almost as if Mary is the sine qua non of the monastic state. Now, the the offertory uh, is is the greeting of of the angel that we have depicted on the tabernacle door. Uh, And uh, not only is it the greeting of the angel, but comes in this offertory, Entenmann. the greeting of the whole church, there's a, there's a vast, uh, immense quality to the intonation of this offertory, Ave Maria Grazia Plena. It's the sound, I want to almost quote the, the apocalypse, the sound of a great multitude like the rush of many waters, singing Ave Grazia and then we come to the communion antiphon. The communion antiphon is not addressed to Mary. And why? In the communion antiphon we sing Beata Vicera Maria Virginis Que Porta Verunt Eterni Patri Stilium. It's a confession, a declaration, an affirmation, call it what you will. But why at the moment of communion? It is because Our Lady's intimacy with the Son of God, with the child she bore in her womb, is prolonged in the experience of the Church Eucharistically and in some way renewed in every soul who receives the body of Christ. So this this communion is the expression of a sacramental identification with Our Lady in Her Divine Motherhood. It's a great mystery huh? that we, uh, you have to understand it, that when we sing the Santa of the Holy Communion, uh, Blessed is the womb of the Virgin Mary, which bore the Son of the Eternal Father. How do we know this? Because at that moment, we are receiving the very body and blood that she is Carried for nine months beneath her immaculate heart. And so, by calling Our Lady Blessed in the communion antiphon, we are in effect acknowledging the blessedness that is ours in receiving the adorable body and precious blood of the Lamb. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.